0: All right, one of the most important things, one of the, one of the most vital things about any uh, any conference uh, about the entire author industry at this point is the idea of networking uh, and that's what we're going to be talking about in this episode. Uh, for those of you just tuning in, make sure that you uh, go and check out the rest of the episodes for Author Nation podcast. Uh, we're, uh, we're kind of trucking along here, but we've had some really interesting topics so far looking at the industry from a wider point of view. Uh, very interesting but, Let's talk about networking because uh, there is no word uh, that I think gets misused more in our business uh, than networking. What when we say networking in context, what do we actually mean, Joe? Wow, Um, I think for me, it encompasses
1: so much more than just the idea of like handing out my business card at a conference. It, for me, I, I believe it's probably the most potent thing in my success is how I interact with other people
0: yeah and
1: um, I, I, I'm I'm kind of natural at it like I've always been that way and I, I I just tend to when I'm meeting somebody I'm listening for how I can help them or how they might be be able to be helped by somebody I know or how um, they could help somebody I know right so I'm always not trying to think what I can get out of them, but like, how can we, like, how does this fit with other stuff? And I, from my experience, you know, I've been involved in some really successful ventures by connecting those things. Right. So it's not just about like, what can I get out of the network, but how can I facilitate the network? Like how can I help Johnny meet Kevin? And how can I make, you know, some new author comfortable enough to step into this network? That's the other part of this thing is um, hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about it, the four of us as we're going here is like, this may also be like a trigger word for some people in this industry is to to think about going to a conference where there's 2000 people and how overwhelming that is. And if we can help you just be a little bit better at that, the whole chance of you succeeding goes up exponentially. I also am really interested in us exploring the idea around networking, um, some research that I've looked at around how networking is the driver of innovation and creativity. Right. Right. It's not just about like, hey, what can you do for me? What, how can we transact? But it's by being in a place where you can see different
0: influences, you can figure out what's next for yourself or the industry. My approach to networking has been very much informed by my career as a writer, because uh, in terms of like looking at my network as being almost like my readership, like, I, you know, it's all about fine tuning that thing. And I take these disparate ideas that I come across and, you know, when I'm researching a book, when I'm out there just hanging out, and that, that's how I write my books, is I take idea A and idea B and put them together to your point that's exactly the way networking works for me so i don't go into a relationship trying to determine like how can this person benefit me mm. more often i try to think in terms of how do i benefit this person and how does this person benefit someone else i know yeah i try to keep all those things in mind i actually think uh it's it's interesting because as you were talking i realized like everyone around this table is really good at the networking thing uh it's because was, i don't
2: think of it as networking honestly yeah
0: well let's let's dive into that that, what's that mean
2: I think that networking has 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 a branding problem right I think that networking (laughs) (laughs) to inception the whole thing because I think that people have a an idea of what networking means and it is exactly that it's it's being it's schmoozing and handing out cards I I took every time I'm in an opportunity where I'm like okay well I'm going into networking and my spine straightens well I'm going into networking right now so I was like well I should get some business cards and I I don't know, like I keep falling for this. I keep thinking I'm gonna get business cards, and then I do, and then I never, ever, ever hand them out. I never, I've never handed out a business card. I have like 30 years of business cards stacked in my yeah, in I mean, closet I have, in my office. I took some last time, I was like, these aren't quite right, but they'll they'll do in a pinch, and I just never reached into my pocket. I don't look at it as networking, because networking has this feel of, I'm gonna make a connection, and it feels artificial. It feels like I'm gonna go out there into the crowd, and it's very intimidating, because what do I have to offer? And I look at it as meeting interesting people. That's yeah. exactly the way I approach it. And I, mean, I, you know, I didn't know Joe before like two months ago or whatever it was, and he was doing interesting things. And that's kind of how I approached a lot of this is I'd, I'd end up in a group of people and somebody would say, well, I'm doing this. Oh, that's interesting. And then if you're, so I guess what I'm saying is if you're somebody who's intimidated by the idea of networking, I would say two tips. The first is, Instead of going in saying, how can I network with a capital N, whatever that means to you? Instead, how do I go meet interesting people who are doing interesting work? And then the second tip is, don't be overly modest about yourself. Also, don't be a braggart. But if you can talk openly and enthusiastically about what you're doing to other people who are doing interesting things as well, that's the secret sauce of networking for me.
0: Plus, leave room for them to interject, like you, you know, a lot of times I see that was people part of over, the
2: interesting people. Yeah, thing. be interesting. Yeah. You're be, interesting. Be authentic. Right. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and I, I have seen people in the past, and I've sometimes been this person who, you know, you dominate the conversation and you don't allow the other person, person to interject and and uh, comment on. Maybe you made a, an interesting point, and they want to just add to it. You know, Thank you for that
2: clarification yeah. because you're you're absolutely right. When I say don't be modest, overly modest. The opposite happens all the time, and you're not even trying to brag. You're just, well, I'm working on this series and I'm doing this. It's like, guess what? Nobody cares as much as you do. So mm-hmm. temper it accordingly. Yeah, no one wants to see your vacation
0: slides. Right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I so. have
3: pictures of my grandbaby. I'm going to show you right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, I I think there's two things that I've learned over the last few years about networking and specifically about conversations with other people, and one is, I have learned that our neurospicy friends or neurodivergent friends sometimes it's it may seem like they're one upping conversations and and having uh, like if you tell me about your book and then I immediately tell you about my book it's not one upmanship it's it's a form of relations yeah it's a form of how how they're forming relations and how they're connecting with you and I have learned that and I've learned that about other people that I've worked with is I've I've misinterpreted what they're saying instead Mm. of, and and I've said, oh God, I don't want to, you know, but now I have to step back and go, oh, that is a way for them to relate. That is the way that they are forming that connection. And so I'm a little more generous in hearing stories and listening more actively. And I've had to pay attention to that a little bit more in our industry in particular, because we are a lot of introverts. There's a lot of folks in our industry that are introverts and have hard times with connections. as specifically at conferences, I was very impressed, uh, very early with conferences, particularly, I have to give props to Craig Martel for this. He had people there when people got overwhelmed or when people were confused. They mm-hmm. were very clearly identified and we're gonna continue that pra- practice at Author Nation where there's a safe person for people that are overwhelmed to go to and say, what do I do, where do I go, who do I see, what do I think, mm-hmm. and and, those intentionality uh, points, I think, I-, I was always very impressed by them and I will remain impressed by them because we're gonna do that with intentionality. Um, we have a lot of folks that have challenges opening up and having conversations or talking about themselves. And as the woman yeah. in the room, as women, we are very often taught not to brag, not to say things, not to, to be quiet, to be you know, less than. It, in a lot of ways so i think it is important that we address that in in the conference with the conference and have uh people that can model ways that they can have conversations in a different way listening active listening there's all kinds of ways that we can do that we have a blog series i think that we're going to talk about that uh, in a mm. little more depth too right yeah. to give people specific tricks because networking i think it does have a branding problem i think you're yeah. absolutely correct you but a- i think there's but i think there's unique Unique scenarios within that, with different groups and different, you know, yeah. groups of folks. You used challenges. a
0: term earlier. Uh, you said connection. You know, and uh, I actually think that's a key. Uh, and it, and I also want to address like the idea of there are people who have a hard time with this. But I've always thought of myself as a connector. That's the way I operate. Yeah. That's how I network. I want to, I want to, basically form a connection between this person and that person. And then with me being that, that, you know, bridge in between everybody kind of has goodwill toward me is the way I operate. But I think it is kind of incumbent upon us if we are good at this sort of thing, at connecting especially, uh, that, the, that we realize that there are people out there, especially at these conferences, they would give anything to connect with persons A, B, or C, but they don't have, you know, whatever, they're missing something. Like they don't have the courage or, you know, they're intimidated you know, so if if we can take that first step and then start being the person that connects them, yeah, everybody ends up benefiting from that. Mm-hmm. What's your What's your take, Joe? So uh, there's a, a guy named Ron Burt who's done a
1: bunch of research on his book is brokerage enclosure, and, and it's all about networking. I actually had him as a professor and um, name drop. Um, <laughs> His research shows that people that are the connectors are the ones that end up in, you know, of course, most of the networks he's looking at are corporate networks. They're the ones that get the promotions. They're the ones that are paid higher. There's, there's benefit in creating a network. And I, I, I tell that story to, to get the community to think about, you know, if we could imagine that there's some overlay of the, the author community, author nation, right? where we could we could start to see those connections, right? And how that all starts to form. And to be where we could make that more intentional. Like to 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 really think about what we're trying to do is build that super powered network because then we all benefit from it. Because even if like you and I have a weak tie, like we just know each other. I'm now tapped into that. And you may have a strong tie to somebody that at some point I could strengthen my tie with you that you would then get me to that person that could make what you just said happen, that I could meet that person. I could reduce the degrees of separation. Right. So I'm spending a lot of time thinking about how, when we're doing this work behind the scenes for the show, we're building the structure that makes this happen. Right. Because if we, 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 we create that entity, that's going to benefit all of us, right. Where we're going to be able to tap into it. Now, you know what shell was touching on which is how do we help people in that phase where it's difficult like either whatever reason they have some real stress around that what i can say is this start to embrace that difficulty that's where the magic happens it's not supposed to be easy right right when you know when you go there Everyone in that room thinks everyone's looking at them. Ergo, nobody is looking at anybody else but themselves, right? How many times do you remember what you've been embarrassed by, okay? How many times do you remember what when somebody else has been embarrassed or even know that they've been embarrassed? It's because of our point of view in this whole thing. So a lot of it is understanding, getting the community to get us all to understand, like we're, we're all in this uncomfortable place so let's make let's let's make the most of it, and it'll eventually get more comfortable, and we'll get what our what we're trying to achieve. So I know that was a little esoteric to the question,
3: but like that's the stuff that's going through my head about networking and why it's so important. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's come back to why it's important, right? Because I think one of the greatest benefits of conferences is the networking. I I can probably not remember most of the sessions that I went to but I, but I remember the people that I had dinner with. I remember the people that I sat across the table with. I remember the people that I talked to in the hall and had those chit chats with. And those were hard to overcome. Cause I, I, I run ambivert, like I'm equal introvert and extrovert. Right. And there's just some days where I'm just, I shut down and I don't want to people. Right. And, and I think there's a lot of people that are like that. I can talk, I can, but I'm drained by it. And you know, but conferences and the the connections that are formed at those conferences are immeasurable to my career. Completely. I can't, I can't even quantify how important those conversations have become. They spark ideas, they help me think about things in broader terms, they give me a touch point and a model for somebody. Like the, the conversations are just they're immeasurable. Um, the other thing about networking at conferences is we this industry is is incredibly unique in that we we do compete right let's just say that but we don't compete in the strictest sense because we're not selling there's not one widget to be sold there's not one book that we're trying to get a customer to buy what what our product is is a satisfied reader experience and we have multiple vendors and multiple authors are able to do that so if you go to conferences and you meet groups of people you can create a collaboration to satisfy that one reader you can figure out newsletter swaps and there's technology to do that but there's but there's a a much better um, connection that's formed when you meet somebody and you know you're talking and you both write sweet romance or whatever and you both figure out that you can you know swap newsletters or you can you know, go in on, a, on an anthology or, you know, whatever it is, those opportunities spring forth organically at conferences. It just happens. I've, it's the magic. It's just insane how amazing those those things are. Um, and, and it's almost, you can't quantify that, right? You can't say, come to a conference because you'll get X. I say come to the conference because that's where the magic and the alchemy is, right? There's the magic that gets you there and the alchemy that happens when things happen in the room. So... Can we do better to help facilitate those conversations? Yes, but I think we need to come back to don't discount the fact that it does happen. It just does. You
0: sometimes can't even know what the benefit of that is going to be until you're in the thick of it. No. Well, I would argue that it's the
1: networking function that has created more value than anything else. Like Literally put together writing relationships, publishing companies, genres created genres created subgenres out of things that happen at conferences and people meeting and and maybe not right then and there but the relationship starts and to further on from that point you know it's what's the attitude that you go into that conference with are you going to find the people that you can just kind of imitate or a small group that's going to teach you some secrets and that you can just kind of leverage or are you going to look for opportunity? Because both will exist at a conference. Like I've seen more and more as this is happening as it's getting tougher in the industry as these small cells start to develop where like we have this circle of trust. I'm gonna share what's working with me right now. I'm not gonna share it with you because I don't necessarily trust you. And then what we're doing is we're creating, we're actually creating competition between the two of us because we're now using the same tactics and strategies versus Maybe I need to go talk to this guy because he's got some weird ass idea that my I've got the other half to. And when we put it together, we've just created a multi million dollar opportunity for us and others. That's the way I, I would hope people would start to think about this.
3: There's there's also a benefit in just having um leveraging the wisdom in the room, right? You hear other ideas and you can follow up with people immediately. Like on podcasts and things, you hear ideas, but you can't necessarily connect with that person in the immediacy and start to spark things. Um, and and there's another concept that I have heard after many, many conferences, and that is sometimes you go because it feels like a family reunion, right? It feels like you're going to see your friends and you don't necessarily – like we go to vegas and we go to ping ping, pong and we go to vegas and we you know there's certain things that we do every time we go because it's like a family reunion not taking the business out of it but there's you know another level of it as well because we are working somewhat solo in our careers a lot of the time and so there's that spark that happens and there's that that well that gets refilled by going and hanging out with other creatives and your friends
0: yeah you should not discount that aspect absolutely of the thing and that that is actually a, a vital part of networking is just building a support network it's not just about you know how do i create some or how do i make these connections that are going to expand my business it's also about well you know one of our episodes earlier was you know your best writing life you know and you mentioned actually that you couldn't do it alone you had to find your people uh and that is part of what this is is you know you make the connections you find People go to a lot of these conferences because you know, Apple shows up or Amazon or whatever. Those are good connections to try to make, but I would argue that you're going to get a lot more benefit of just connecting to all the other authors and finding those who share your struggle, share your, you know, personal dynamics, so that you can all lean on each
2: other. Good luck finding Apple anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I had to know. I had to know his face. Like he just do they hide. Do you guys want to hear my best networking tips?
0: I guess so, Johnny, go ahead.
2: Yeah, so I'm I'm sitting here, and I'm thinking about this, and I (laughs) just— It's not business
0: cards. I feel—no, it's not business
2: cards. Well, I feel like I want to reiterate again, because I just know how intimidated people are by networking. I do not see it as a thing at all. For me, it's going and talking to people. And undifferentiated, too. It's not like I'm looking for the people who have something to give. It's just like, well, this person is interesting. And so just I know I already said that, but that's one is to not give it so much weight. Another is I don't I, I, I want to strike a balance between business and personal because I think that when people go in and they're like, OK, well, let me tell you about my business. I'm going to tell you how can you have a business. It's so much more interesting when you just talk and you're just friendly. Man, like, look at this thing that happened the like other
3: day. Like volleyball. Like you and I sat across from each other at yes, dinner one night. We exactly. connected about our kids playing volleyball. And Bob and Schneider. And Bob Schneider. Like those were our two And
2: that's the point of connection. Huge things, right. That's the
3: point of connection. Is it it's is.
2: not necessarily Shell Runs India Author Magazine, although that might come in handy. Right. You know? mm-hmm. it's, but then another is to know that you are planting seeds that you may not actually ever reap or that might be years down the road. Like if I'm talking to you at a conference, I don't know that... That anything's going to come with that, and I shouldn't go into it with the expectation that it will. Right. Just talk to people, and then the last thing I would say is I'm a little dorky about this. I um, I always take lots of notes, so I will know when you enter when you meet somebody. The tendency what happens? Oh, hi, I'm Johnny. I'm so and so, and then you immediately forget. Oh, What was their name again? Yeah. Like remembering people's names or details. So you bet I wrote down that you and I had volleyball and Bob Schneider in common. Now, I don't need that reminder anymore, but that's one more thing where I'm like, people like to be appreciated and remembered. And that's not a tactic. It's not like I'm going to do that so that I can get something out of right. you. It's more like it's just a human thing. And it reminds me of this thing. So we ran the Smarter Artist Conference, and there was this guy who, two, I think he just did it two years, maybe three. And I think his name was Ben Hale, if I'm remembering right. Yes, Ben. Ben. Yeah. And he, he learned the names of, Literally
0: everybody at the conference, he did. hundreds of people, and he
3: stood up and recited. Stood up and recited. Yes. You're so
0: and so. You're so and so. Not so-and-so. just the names. He remembered a detail about them. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, what
2: do you, I'm sorry, I hate to interrupt, ahead. but do, do, I just want to get the punchline in here? So, what, the secret. He said this on the last. Do you either, either you you weren't there. Do either you remember the secret that Ben said to remembering all those names? I don't. He said the secret. He actually kind of teared up a little bit when he said this. Is he said the secret is remembering that every person matters. And therefore, you're not just a face; you're you're a name with a life. You have, you know, maybe a, a family or a partner or a house or hobbies. And remembering that is, to me, that's that's the heart of networking. To me, is not calling it networking; it's just humanity.
3: So, quick story about Ben. I was at a very small group gathering with him and about twenty five other authors, and um, I. Felt like i was talking too much right because i was answering a lot of questions but they were a lot of technical questions and i was the tech chick right Mm -hmm. so i had the answers and so i i i was apologizing and and that was just my oh i'm sorry i know the answer to this like jumping in and ben came up to me at a break and said i just want to let you know you should not apologize you are the smartest person in the room with regard to this and, you know, you have a lot of value. You've added so much to this conversation. And I really want you to know you shouldn't apologize because you have this key. Will you, will you commit not to do that during the next session? And it wasn't like he was annoyed. He was just affirming and esteeming me. And do you know that carried with me? And then I saw him at Nink, and I walked up to him and I said, you know, that made me feel incredible. I remembered that for months and months and months mm-hmm. after that. It helped me remember not to apologize for what I know and what I say. And Ben is on the cover next month of the magazine because I really wanted people to hear yeah. how he does that and what he does. He's a good guy. It's an amazing story, but that's I mean that is probably the most succinct and articulate uh Example of, of networking and why networking mm-hmm. matters so much. Well, right? he's, he's definitely he proven,
0: just, proven he, to be a master at it, and I think there's lessons you can kind of take from what he did, and you don't have to go memorize the name of everyone at a conference. Uh, and if they tried to do that at Author Nation, uh, <laughs> I, it would be that scene from uh, what uh, Mr. Smith goes to Washington or something you know right. where he's doing the filibuster yeah. uh, It would be that scene he'd just kill over dead at the end but I think
3: you should do that. I think you should challenge accepted. She's
0: uh, uh, him yeah, himself. I just said he would kill over dead and she wants me <laughs> to be the one to do it but the less, the lesson really is that he took a he took a the approach that he took is the one everyone should take which is you're talking to a human being. Exactly. And that human being has their own dreams, their own goals, right. their own needs. Uh, and the key to successful networking is, how do I, you know, I, I come at everything, I try to come at everything from a, a position of humility and service. And, you know, how am I serving this this person on the other side? So in terms of, um, as we we're getting close to needing to wrap up, but I, I wanna talk specifically, like, What's the approach people should take when they come to Author Nation, uh, the conference in November? Like what's the approach people should come in with when it comes to networking? Um, I would say for personal approach, if this is something that kind
1: of makes your hair stand on end, like understand that we're here to support you and get, help you get better at this because we, this gets back to our core mission. We want you to have your best life through writing the best way to do this is for you to build a net, your network. If you don't have a network, we want to help you do that. We want to help you find your tribe of authors that are going to support you and, you know, understand your uniqueness. We want to help you find the readers you can find. So we're going to do a lot of, you know, and the flip side of that is is we're spending a lot of time focusing on how we can facilitate that because, um, it's going to benefit everyone. The better we are at this, I think this is, for me, probably one of the most important things that we can do structurally different about a conference is really thinking about the networking piece because it is the magic, right? And it's not that we're looking that it makes it sell us more tickets or it you know, gets better speakers. That'll be a, a follow-on effect. What it is is that intrinsic value of the whole thing is, is like, oh, I have to be here because my people are here. I can't miss out on a year because if I do, it's – I'm basically getting left out of the industry.
3: Is that? I hope that answered it. Uh, yeah, that does make – And to that end, we have built in – we will have less sessions than we've traditionally had in the past so that we intentionally build in space and time to synthesize and process and connect and talk about things between the sessions, right? right. We, because we've had a lot of folks that have said, I'm so overwhelmed, I just go up to my room and I listen to the sessions. And that to me is missing the whole point of the conference, which to me also says we've been overscheduled traditionally, right? We haven't built in that time and that intentionality for people to be able to connect and, and think about things and talk about things and have those relation, the relational conversations about things. So we, we've talked about how can we build that in with more intentionality? And you reminded me of a good point. We we, we physically have changed
1: changing the space. We're taking out one of the rooms to make more room for a common area, so that salon space gets bigger, which means we lost what twelve. 12 sessions, 12 sessions yeah. right off
3: the bat, right. but we also have, um, seating, yeah. right? So we have conversation pits and we have places where people can go and, and relax and gather instead of sitting at straight back chairs and, you know, fumbling through papers, there's more, um, and this was Sue's yeah. really that came in and said, we need to have space and, mm-hmm. and places where people feel comfortable. And we kind of eliminate some of those, those barriers to connecting with people and having conversations.
1: Yeah, I, I know you're trying to wrap up, but if you remember, we bu- you weren't there, but the old Sam's Town, right? We
0: all have these idyllic memories of the, uh, the Mystic Falls the, the, Bar. The, the, it's, yes. like, it's not. M- memories, maybe nightmares. Just <laughs> yeah. depends on what your point of view was. A nightmare
3: was. becomes a fond memory once you get through it success. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Fever dreams, like, yeah.
1: But what's the heart of that is that people were connecting there, right? Right. They weren't, you know.
0: It was they, literally a central bar. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, that's
1: all it was. It yeah. closed early. Yep. Yeah.
3: And every hour on the hour after eight o'clock, there was a horrible laser light show with right. squawking animals. <laughs> well, come back to Neek. Neek is the tiki bar. Like everybody knows, that's the space where people go. Like, that's where you go. Yeah. Every conference has that 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 baked in thing. Now right? you can
0: say it's all go. about the free booze, you could but it's say. really the networking. It is the networking. <laughs> I didn't really? know there was free booze. Oh, absolutely. Depending on who you're hanging around. Yeah, you with. gotta you
3: gotta sit with people that have been there. Oh, long well, long.
0: that's not free <laughs> booze.
2: That's somebody buying your
0: booze. Right. Which, yeah. Yes yes uh, all washes out the same way though so yes I think uh, so the moral here is uh, networking is important I don't think anybody would have questioned that but you know and I did want to add um, because the sessions like I'm traditionally not someone who really even goes to the sessions it's not that I don't have anything to learn but I, I feel like you know my role is always to be out among people outside I'm a little of like uh, however, if you are, if you're sitting in on those sessions, that's your opportunity to connect with the people who also attended, you know, look around and take note of who's there. You now have something literally in common that you can go talk to them about. Hey, did you take any notes of this? Cause I missed something he said, or, you know, what did you think of this point? This is, it's, it's an excuse. It's an opportunity. Uh, networking is, is vital to this business though, cause even though writing is in and of itself a solitary activity. The business of writing is something we can't do on our own. So with that, I think we'd better wrap up. uh, For those of you listening and watching, uh, if you really want to network, show up in November for the actual Author Nation uh, conference in Las Vegas. Uh, I promise you there will be people there and you will have an opportunity (laughs) to meet them. Uh, And also make sure you're tuning into the rest of this series of uh, Author Nation podcasts. We're going to be talking about a whole a whole raft of things coming up. So, and uh go go find those back episodes and we'll see you all next time.